This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is my friend, Mr. Jim Wilson, the co-founder and CEO of the Box Latch Company. Hey, Jim, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Pennsylvania. A little wind and chilly, but nice. Excellent. Looks like you're in a very bright room, so the sun's out. I like to see that. It sure is. <laughs> Can you tell us about your background, sir? How did you get into this business? Well, you know, the longer one lives, the harder it is to confine the response to this question to anything reasonable. <laughs> and I've Very lived true. a long time. I've lived a long time. Yes. So a short history of my background includes graduating from Iowa State University's College of Veterinary Medicine in 1967. Oh, wow. And guess what? For a single man who was 23 years old, that included almost instant draft papers for the war in <laughs> Vietnam. Sure. Fortunately, I could enlist in the Air Force as a veterinarian, so when the draft notice arrived in July, two months after I graduated, I sent in my application for a commission as a captain in the Air Force and was lucky enough to be sent to Germany. Excellent. So that was like a like going to college for two years. Living somewhere other than the Midwest of USA to overseas in Europe was an amazing experience which opened my eyes and made me think I wanted to do something more with my education than just have that science-based veterinary side. Mm. So, And thank goodness the GI Bill was available to help provide for the funding. So I applied for, was accepted at UCLA's School of Law and wow. gradu- graduated from UCLA and with a law degree and a veterinary degree now in 1973. Excellent. So, wow. so, so ask me, what did you do with those two degrees? <laughs> <laughs> you started a packaging company. Huh? <laughs> no, that was 1973. So it was like, okay, here I am. I'm the third veterinarian in the United States with these two degrees. What do I do? Right. I truly loved veterinary medicine. And so I became an emergency clinician veterinarian for one of the privately owned practices in Los Angeles. And then moved to the San Francisco Bay Area, once again, as an emergency veterinarian, and then bought into a small practice and lived there for a long time for until 1986. So as you can see, none of this has anything to do with box lunches. <laughs> We're not there yet, right? But I worked, my, I worked my butt off in law school. I really found it was an incredibly good and challenging education, and I wanted to get some kind of a return on investment. Right. So in 1986, my wife and my family and I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast, and I went into hibernation for almost two years and wrote a textbook oh, called, cool. called Law and Ethics for the Veterinary Profession. It was kind of amazing because while I was practicing veterinary medicine in California, I was an adjunct professor at UC Davis. Oh, wow. And my colleagues up there said, hey, Jim, if you really want to be an authority in anything, Mm-hmm. You have to write a book. <laughs> so we did that. And that catapulted me to the head of the pack on the subject, which eventually led to me teaching as a professor in blocks of eight to 20 hours 
at anywhere from 10 to 18 veterinary schools per year all over the USA. Oh, cool. So what does that have to do with box latches? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) However, it it taught me a lot. One, about education. Number two, about teaching. Number three, about marketing. And it taught me a lot about organizational efforts to be amazingly organized. So after traveling 110 days a year for those years, I finally found an up-and-coming veterinary colleague, prior student of mine, who had a veterinary degree and a law degree. And I passed over this massive college teaching program to to him. Nice. And so that then created time for me to basically go to work full-time with no pay for the Box Latch Company, helping Jack with all of his efforts. And so now as I enter my 80th year in my sixth career, here I am. We finally (laughs) got to the subject for the day. I love it. Thank you, sir. What a, what a background! Very impressive and really cool to to see this this journey that you've taken to get you into sustainable packaging. So Jack is is your your brother, right? Jack's my younger brother. I've got three. He's the, the second youngest brother, and he has many of the talents that I don't have. <laughs> one of the things we tell people is that we have remarkably different characteristics, and if you want to go into business with somebody, don't find somebody just like you. Right. Very well said. Jack started the, the company. Did he invent this this idea or did you work on it together? Well, actually, we, we actually began this whole process back in, in 2010. Oh, wow. And Jack was part of an entrepreneur and inventors club in Wisconsin through the University of Wisconsin Extension and was asked to be a judge at one of their events. So he goes up to Wisconsin Rapids and he's judging the various inventions, uh, entrepreneurial efforts. And he sees this elderly gentleman with this odd three-piece injection molded tool that mm-hmm. screws together and goes down and will be able to latch and close a box without the use of tape. So that whole idea fascinated him. And he came home and he did some research. He loved inventing things. That was his his dyslexia, let him see things so differently. And he discovered that 90% of boxes were only used once. Yeah. So that prompted him, we began working together, this is back in 2010, to figure out that if 10% of that number were used 10 times, we could (laughs) reduce the overall usage of boxes by 40%. Yeah. So that led us to believe there had to be a market for something besides tape. Yes. And obviously, with massive single package shipping to consumers, reuse of boxes was not going to be nearly the, the same as it could be in the business to business world. Right. So we were both hooked on making that device, uh, our our new patented and invented box latch, readily available for businesses. And uh, we also had a passion to generate a better world for our children and our grandchildren. It's truly our belief that if if we don't look, I mean, I really feel badly that our baby boomer population has not looked <laughs> after the climate issues as we should to pass on a, a better world. And so we kept thinking we've got to come up with something. And we knew of the word posted that 3M had created. Yeah. So we tried to decide how do we create a product that closes boxes so we can become the new poster. <laughs> and well, that's where Boxlatch came in. Let's show the world what this is because this is the video we're recording here. I've got some samples here that you sent me. 
And can we do that now? Is that a good time? Sure. That's a good time. Yeah. So this, these are a whole bunch of them. They come in all kinds of colors. And these are box lacquers. And this is how they close the box. Just like that. No tape is needed. I know there's tape on this box, but this is me resealing this box with a box latch for storage or work in process generally is, is what this is used for. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. And the intent is that the company that's using this doesn't have to use a whole bunch of plastic tape to, to then almost immediately, you know, in a day or two or several hours sometimes, open it again with a knife and then re-tape it. This is an intention to be used hundreds or even thousands of times. It's very sturdy, very well made to save that plastic tape from being used and damaging the box. Well, the, the, you know, and that's what we thought when we first started. We thought we were selling a product that did exactly what you described. And it does. It does it very, very yep. effectively. Great. What we discovered in the B2B world is that we're selling a process change mm, from like the automatic inclination to use tape to a different system where recycling had sort of become the norm or the, the ideal, but recycling is bloody expensive. There's all kinds of costs involved in getting things from the source to the recycler, then back and then for the same purpose. Right. And so the the more we thought about it, well, we also wanted to be able to reduce human injuries mm -hmm. because every time you use a box cutter to cut these things open, there's a chance of that. Then there's a chance of damaging the contents right. that go along with that. And so then there's savings for time because, in fact, it's a lot faster to put the one of these little buggers on there than it is to go <laughs> find a tape gun. Yeah, and you got to refill the tape gun, and you get angry every time you do that because it doesn't <laughs> refill properly. Right. So what we began to realize that the processes were more important than the product. The product was simply something that was going to be a, a, a long-term effective mechanism, and that's kind of been the struggle to get businesses to look beyond tape. Mm. That's a great point. This is a this is an education issue where we need to teach people how to use this new concept. Well, well said. That's exactly what happened and where I liked all my experience as a teacher, trying to teach what I call the rest of the story. Yeah. I mean, in veterinary school, everybody else taught them how to be veterinarians. And then I saw my job was, well, how do you create a budget and a resume and get a job and, and negotiate for a job? And and it was about well, how do you market yourself as a product graduating from veterinary school? And here we are with a product we're using to market to the masses for changing processes. Well, it's an amazing product. I really enjoy it. And where we met was at the Pack Expo, your little area. What was that called? The, the the new products. It was there was an emerging brands. Emerging uh, brands. That's right. Full day summit preceding that massive PAC Expo show. <laughs> and it was the first time PAC Expo had done that. And one of my questions for you, why did you stop at our booth? Well, I I was very fascinated by what you had to offer. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it immediately caught my eye. I'd been in packaging for 25 years and had never seen anything like that. So I, I said, nice to meet you. Can I take a video of you showing me how this works, 
right? Yeah, that was, that was Jack. That was my brother. He was oh, Danny that was Mary. your brother. That's right. And that was That's Dan right. Abrams. Dan Abrams was our, 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 our manufacturer's rep was there. Right, right. He was there too. And then, and then we took that video and we put it on TikTok right. at Corrugated. And it's over 1.7 million views now. It's gone viral big time. You know, I only have 80,000 followers. So 1.7 million is massive. <laughs> How has that affected your business? Have, have people found you because of that video? It is so hard to measure marketing effects. You can do all kinds of things and throw things out there. And we've been doing that for many, many years. <laughs> right. But what we discovered was that we've doubled our online shopping cart orders, more than double, wow. in the 25 days after that occurred from any previous month. <laughs> Not everyone can we identify came from the TikTok video. But nonetheless, the the awareness, market awareness, I think, is out there, which yeah. we can't thank you enough for helping us figure out how to reach that market. Oh, it was an honor. It was a lot of fun. It was great content for me. So we all win. <laughs> yeah, we do. I, I think it's really a cool product. And most importantly, the the planet wins because that's this will reduce yeah. unnecessary tape from being yeah. just, just dispensed. <laughs> Used uh, indiscriminately used yeah, for everything exactly. that do you have those clipping stacks available too? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting story by itself. While we were at a trade show in the Netherlands, along comes a, a plant manager. That, yes, that's it. Yeah. Right. Along comes a plant manager from my course, the big ladies apparel distribution. And he says, I really can't use your box latches, but boy, can I use your clipping stacks as they go over the corners. Or I, he saw, I could use something that would hold the flaps down. And open. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you put them on? Do you have a box there? Well, I do. Alternatively, we could. I wasn't sure we were going to have. I wasn't sure we were going to have the whole video. I thought yeah. it was going to be pure audio because I can. So this system keeps the box open while you're loading it. Right. Is that that's the intent, right? Okay. Not only does it keep the flaps open and out of the way, you can put four of them on it, and now you can stack open boxes. Which is... And as soon as you can stack open boxes, you are making totes, collapsible right. totes out of cardboard. And then if you go to pick them up, and these can stack amazingly high, including a lot of weight, because all of the weight is on the corners. Amazing. We already have now a double layered set of, of, of cardboard yeah. which is where the corrugated box is the strongest already a, exactly. lot, of, a lot of people don't know that and yeah. the all, boxes all, should be stacked vertically all, yeah all that strength is this way not not horizontally right yeah right. absolutely what a cool product and that's called the box that's called stack. the clip and stack clip and stack okay clip and stack and box latch excellent products what a cool company you've started i love it and most of your customers are small to medium size or even big companies that are manufacturing. Is that is that what I'm I'm hearing? Well, uh, it's an amazing mix of customers. Okay. Our biggest customers are apparel companies that have distribution and fulfillment centers. Ah. So where this fits incredibly well is in picking and packing and fulfilling orders. Burlington Stores, one of our biggest customers in the USA, has eleven distribution centers. They get material in boxes from all over and then they have to tag it 
And then they have oh. to, then they have to re reshuffle it to send it out in orders to all of their retail stores. Yeah. And so what happens, they've got the racks on one side where they were removing things and tagging, and then they were taking things out and putting them on the opposite side, and the flaps were getting in the way, and they were hitting people. And if they're <laughs> open boxes, the flaps were hitting them on the floor. They were tripping over them. Right. And all of a sudden, they realized not only can we reduce that problem, we can also fill the boxes more completely full because, in fact, instead of the flaps being in the way, you've got a nice open box. Cool. So it's really, really great interesting. concept. So our biggest customers are VF with over 100,000 of these in the Czech Republic. Wow. And the smallest is one here in, near my hometown in Pennsylvania who's got 20 of these. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves them in his the tiny little business. So it's a whole gamut of sizes of businesses. It's a, it's a fascinating world we live in where all kinds of businesses, big and small, need different services and yeah. assistance with packaging. I've that's one of the favorite parts of this job for me has been the tour and yeah. getting to see, oh, this is how this is done. And and being able to suggest, oh, well, have you tried box locks? That could be a different system instead of taping this and then and then breaking it down. Or I see you've got 500 boxes stacked up over there in the corner. Could would it be helpful to you if you if they stacked straight and, and didn't fall over on your employees? <laughs> right? Exactly. There's another thing, and and you don't have to have racking systems for everything. You can you can actually stack them on pallets, and you can and, and the security for these are with the, closed by the latches. The security is not tape. It's it's secured by a stretch wrap typically, right? Where they're stretch wrapping pallets, and with the with the clipper stack, they'll frequently stack them and then close the top box. And then ship them from one location, point A to point B, open. Yep. Don't even have to bother to reopen them. Simply mm -hmm. open the top one, and all of a sudden, you've saved a massive amount of time. And the the, the stretch wrapping provide what the, the security is. <laughs> That's excellent. And corrugated can be used dozens and dozens of times, like you said, instead of <laughs> instead of single use. So I had a question for you. Why is the box latch more sustainable than plastic tape? Well, let's clarify things. In my mind, tape is not a sustainable option. Uh, the more layers of tape you put on the box, the more damage it does. The more times you have to use a, a box knife to cut it open. Uh, <laughs> you try to tear it off and it tears the paper off the top of the box. It does provide good security in that regard. But because of its adhesive properties, you really can't use boxes 10, 20, 30, 40 times. Right. And one of our customers, uh, Wisconsin Plastics, uses our box latches to close their boxes. They have not bought new boxes in over a year and a half. Wow. That's excellent. And, and, they're, and they're using paper corrugate. They're using they're using paper corrugate box wow. closed with the box latch with an anchor on each end. Hmm. And with them, we're just working with them this past week to use our calculator. Uh, did, I, did I send you our calculator? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'd love to see that. Yeah, we've got a, we got two different calculators that allow people to look at savings and leverage the savings. And one of the things I wanted to be sure we covered is that people don't realize the, the benefits of closing without tape. One, you can reuse your boxes more readily. You don't have to buy tape. Yeah. <laughs> you can save a huge amount of time. It's true of the clip and stack as well. When they're stacked, you can save floor space. Between point A and point B, you can't collapse plastic totes. 
you can collapse cardboard boxes. And all of a sudden, instead of having empty totes being moved from one place to another, you've got 300 collapsed boxes in a pallet box. And then there's the human injury savings. There's the contamination issue of keeping these boxes closed for purposes. There's the disposal or the waste disposal, the whole idea of, of not being able to reuse and simply think about recycling. Uh, you also have no damage to the contents because you're not using box cutters. And so oftentimes shipping in partitioned boxes, which we talked about with Wisconsin Plastics, makes all kinds of sense. Because once you partition those boxes, it's simply much easier to inventory everything. Right. And so once again, the, the, the gamut of savings, I think, are what people fail to realize. And that's what I'd love to demonstrate to anybody who's interested the calculators and provide our calculators to those people so they can begin to see that this is not just reusing boxes. Matter of fact, frequently it's other forms of savings that are even higher than, than the box reuse itself. Excellent. Well, well done. And I really appreciate this. You know, it's awesome to to meet you and 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 your team there in, in uh, Chicago. I'm excited to see where, where this leads to the for the future. Can I show uh, you? Can I show you one more? This is our please. newest. Yeah, of course. Our newest product is the twist. Okay. The box latch twist. It goes on like that. Lap goes down. And that's it. Wow. That's amazing. And I'd love to talk to you. We're going to begin manufacturing this in large quantities in December. Okay. And I'd love to come back and talk to you in sometime in 2023. Yeah, let's do another episode. As a consumer product that could be used in a household so easily, as well as in businesses. So I really appreciate the chance to work with you and talk to you. And and having met you at the Emerging Brands is is phenomenal. Just you never know what's next. Right. That's (laughs) it. And I think that's why that show was so important at Pack Expo, to show the Emerging Brands, to show the new products that are coming out in the world of packaging. And I got to hear all kinds of amazing speakers at that event, too. But how do people get in touch with you when they're ready to buy these products? Well, they can get in touch with me with my email, which is james at boxlatch.com, or the phone number, which is 570-359-258. But best of all, I encourage people to go to our YouTube channel, Boxlatch YouTube channel and our Boxlatch website, because on those two resources are massive numbers of how to use these where are they used? And if anybody would like to talk specifically about calculating savings and the return mm-hmm. on the investment, right. just get a hold of me and we'll work together on it. Excellent. Well, thank you again, sir. Appreciate your time. This has been great. Thank you so much, Corey. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.